0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Celtic are underway in Wren for their Europa League opener An emotional light in store at Rangers As they remember Fernando Rickson And welcome Feyenoord to Ibrox And Partick Thistle's search for a new manager begins I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Fraser Wishart and Gordon Deal Yes and as you say Gordon Tonight's all about the Europa League uh, opening games Group stages and uh, Celtic already 8 minutes into theirs Nothing really exciting happening in this game And then it'll be later on at Ibrox for an emotional night I expect Obviously after the loss of their captain uh, Ronaldo Frix, uh, Rickson Fernando Rickson Fernando Rickson, yeah sorry about that um, You know and uh, we'll be looking forward to two positive results uh, Fraser, huge night on the pitch and perhaps a, a tinge of emotion more than that even at Ibrox this evening as well Yeah, he was such a popular player Fernando Rickson and you think back to his first Oldham game when he was, he was subbed having Bobby Petter run past him and I think a lot of Rangers supporters were thinking what have we signed but uh, he turned out to be a fantastic captain a fantastic character as well changed his position into midfield and had a, had a wonderful career and just uh, in recent years, I think he's just been so brave and a fantastic ambassador for that for that awful uh, disease, motor neuron disease, which which he suffered from. And he didn't hide away. He used his fame and his his notoriety for um, for the good purposes of raising money as well. And I think showing people that you can still have a life with with, with that horrible disease. So so sad for him and his family. And hopefully there's a, there's a bit of a celebration amongst the sadness tonight at Ibrox. Okay, we are underway in Wren and we're building up to kick off at Ibrox. So get in touch, give us all your thoughts on a big night of Europa League football. 0141 951 1025. Celtic fans, first up, what are you making of the game so far? What did you make of the team selection? Is it who you would have picked or would you have made some changes? And Rangers fans, you'll be getting ready to head to Ibrox. Maybe you're on your way. Give us your call, give us your predictions, give us your thoughts Let us know who you think should play, who shouldn't play And how you see tonight going 01419511025 Or Twitter at ClydeSSB Now Celtic are in Rennes It's goalless after 10 minutes on the clock Gordon DL Tonight's team for anyone who missed it Is Fraser Forster in goal It's a back four of El Hamed, Ayer, Julian and Bolingoli The holding two, Brown and McGregor It's Forrest, Christie and El Yunusi in behind Odson Edward on the bench Gordon Bio Bauer Hayes Morgan Rogic and Cham what do you make of that team Gordon? Yeah uh, we discussed it in Tuesday night's programme Gordon as uh, Edward there just puts one over a bar and we all thought that maybe in Cham would come in away from home first game El Yanusi just at the club um, got minutes in against Hamilton set up the obviously the, the goal that won the game and Neil Lennon's decided to stick with that starting eleven. So very positive from the Celtic manager, you've got to say. I think when you're looking at the Celtic team, that's probably as strong a team as he would want to put out, given the players that are available. I know what you're saying, Gordon, about Cham, and maybe want to tighten things up. But if you shift Christie onto the left-hand side, I think you take away so much from, from his game. He's far better in that number 10 role as well. So I don't think you can have any criticism of the team. And it's nice to see Neil Lennon actually fancying. I think he fancies his team away from home these days to, to go and score a few goals. And certainly in the first few minutes here, they've been very, very positive. And most of the game's been in the Rens half. Yeah, Celtic fans, what do you make of that team then? Would you have gone slightly more... 
defensive so to speak And brought in an Olivier and Cham Or are you happy with what you've seen this evening 01419511025 At Rangers fans we are building up uh, to that game at Ibrox as well So let's hear from you Gordon, early stages as Fraser says I mean by no means a classic But there was a, a cross there that Odson Edward just couldn't quite adjust his body he tried a sort of acrobatic volley It went over the bar But certainly enough encouraging signs for Celtic yeah, earlier I, th- I think just looking at pictures coming in Gordon I think Celtic have certainly settled very well in this game They're, They look very comfortable on the ball uh, They have created the best half chance um, They're away from home So you'd expect Rens With the reputation that they've got uh, You know I've not seen a lot I've got to be honest of them but apparently they're a very good football inside. I thought they'd have been out uh, on the front foot really having a go at Celtic. But Celtic, 12 minutes in, look very comfortable but indeed. They look sharp, Gordon. You can yeah. almost, sometimes you can tell in the early stages of a game how a team are looking just in terms of their sharpness. So they're looking a bit sluggish, but uh, their movement of the ball from Celtic and the way they're pressing the game as well and trying to move the ball around, they look as if they're up for it. So many times we've seen Celtic just start games poorly away from home and just not been able to get out of that, that gear. But uh, they look, look decent so far. The important thing from this game is, is, is not to lose a goal Because I always fancy Celtic to score You always fancy them with the players they've got Even when Ren are attacking They can get the pace on the break as well But they've got good footballers in that midfield area And just off Edward who's in fantastic form I fancy them to score It's kind of keep a clean sheet at the other end Yeah, Super Mick is on Twitter already At Clyde SSB He says, have to say Fair play Neil Lennon Showing faith in El Yunusi tonight I think we all thought Cham would come in at Celtic with some defending to do The header goes over the bar uh, so Mick, relatively happy Or at least surprised with the team selection uh, Scotty, not so much Scotty says Bolly shouldn't be anywhere near the team That's the early take Hashtag rotten Well he does make a little bit of mistake there It could have caused the first goal uh, It's a poor header uh, Misunderstanding And the ball goes in the back post And you've got to say That I would expect my player To do a yes. lot better there, Fraser I should hit the target But it's uh, an opening warning to Celtic Because we've just said They've started they started very well They look comfortable Confident Knocking the ball about But just They've got to make sure Especially away from home Against sides like this You've got to be concentrating For a full game 01419511025 Scott's in Bailiston Hi Scott Hey, Donald panel, how are you? Not too bad at Hi, all, Scott. Scott. Thank you. As a Rangers fan, Scott, what are you expecting tonight? Hey, well, I'm expecting a very great tournament after what happened yesterday to Fernando. And I would like to, obviously, this is what football's all about, bringing the Rangers fans and Celtic fans all together in, in grief for Fernando. Yeah, I mean, Scott's right, the outpouring of, of emotion and, yeah. and the memories and tributes from all across Scottish football, British football, world football has been, it's been, well, it's been great, if that's the right words, Fraser. I don't think, you know, it's, it's clearly, it's tragic circumstances, but I think people have probably found a lot of comfort and uh, from, from some of the tales and a lot yeah. of smiles as well. We had Alex Ray in the show last night, clearly devastated at the loss sure. of his friend, but a chance to celebrate his life and uh, hear some happy memories as well. well he, he was a unique character, and uh, I think that his, his style of play, the Rangers fans just took to. You know, when he moved into the midfield role, and the year they, they won the they won the league in the, the helicopter Sunday time as well, it, it was a big asset for for Rangers. His energy, because when he was at fullback, he was always wanting to be involved in the game. He was diving into tackles, etc. And he still played there. But when he moved into midfield, I thought that's where he he played his best for for Rangers. And, and you get players that come from from all over the world now to play in our country. And there's just some that just at certain clubs just just hit the spot with the supporters and I think Fernando had that and of course 
the, the dignity that he showed in, in, in latter years with his with his illness. And we, at PFA Scotland, he was Player of the Year, and we had a, a, an anniversary. It was the fortieth anniversary um, of the Player of the Year awards, just eighteen months, fifteen months ago. And he made a huge effort to come across, you know, with his with his his carers and his support as well. And he came to the event and thoroughly enjoyed it. And he was surrounded by Alec McLeish's manager and Mark Haley and all the legends of the game. And he had a, a thoroughly brilliant game And, and I, I said to him I really appreciate it It was a huge effort for him At that point To, to come to the dinner But he wanted to be there Because he wanted to celebrate How good he was no, the, thing, the, the thing I like about Fernando Ricks and Gordon Is He was a terrific player Right But I think There's character A lot of characters Lost in the game now <laughs> And I think he's one I would have loved to have been Listening to Alec Ray Listening to boys That have been in the dressing room <laughs> With him you know, on these flights, what he's just the character he was. I like that sort of personality, and uh, it'll be a sadness. Mm. Uh, just lost Scott in Bailison, but give us a call back, Scott, or we, we'll try and get you back because we, we certainly weren't done with you yet. Uh, Fraser, can the emotion of an occasion like this can it can it add one percent to the Rangers players? Does that stuff genuinely happen, or is that? Is that for us on the outside to speculate about? Well, I think it can add to the support. I mean, support do a big part to play, but positive and negative when you're playing in front of a, a huge crowd that are willing you on or they're giving you, giving you a stick. And I, and I think the supporters will be energised more than the players. I mean, none of the players really uh, who play now would have known Fernando. I'm sure they've met him when he's, when he's come to, to, to Ibrox. So there's not that personal emotion there. But, but they were very aware of, of the tributes that are outside a football ground just now and have been paid by all on Sunday. They'll be very aware of all the media uh, and, and, the, and the glowing tributes that have been have been placed today as well. And of course, the, we know the supporters, those people who watched Fernando week in, week out and really took to him after that start when people were saying, what have we signed here? You know, But he turned out to be a terrific player. And as, as Gordon says, a terrific character. And any time I met him, I thoroughly enjoyed his company. Scott, is it the type of thing that can perhaps inspire one or two in the Rangers team tonight, do you think? Oh, def- definitely, yeah, I definitely do agree with that. Obviously, the fans will get right behind, behind the team tonight for Fernando, even though it's a Europa League game. Tonight is all about Fernando. Yeah, I think certainly a lot of fans will be going along with, with that in their minds. What, what about the, the football itself, Scott? How, how do you see it going? Have you got any particular thoughts on who should play, who shouldn't play for Rangers? Well, I think, that, I think Rangers will win 2-1 this evening, and... I would definitely start with Morelis, as was shown in the old starting game. Not starting with Morelis was a bad idea. Yeah, I mean we've we've come to expect a bit of chopping and changing in that mm-hmm. department. Gordon um, Morelos scored the goal that got Rangers here. He scored th- again at the weekend. I think that will be the big question mark tonight. Does he start Morelos or Defoe? Um, I think he's got faith in both of them. Yes, I think everyone agreed that, you know, after the Celtic game that people were saying, well, it was a mistake not to go with your top striker and Morelos, but you're not uh, replacing him with uh, a young player. You're replacing him with a, a guy that's played at the very, very top and still can bang the goals in. Obviously, there's a place there tonight with Kent with missing with his hamstring after the Livingston game. I think Arfield will push forward. I just think the the team will pick itself apart from will it be Morelos or will it be mm. Defoe? Scott goes for Morelos. It's 01419511025 to have your say. Thank you very much. That was Scott uh, and Bielsen. Let's go to Ibrooks for the first time tonight, shall we? Uh, and see if we can check in with Andrew McLean, who's looking ahead to that one, Andrew. 
Yeah, well, it will definitely be a, an emotional night here at Ibrox, won't it? Just a day ago, of course, Fernando Rickson sadly losing his battle with motor neuron disease. And just walking along from the car park to, to the stadium, you could just see how much he, he means to people here. The the blue gates at both ends are, you know, awash with flags, scarves, shirts, flowers, you name it. And it, it almost seems fitting, really, isn't it, that it's a, a Dutch side that are the visitors here tonight. And, of course, Europa League group stage football back at Ibrox for a second season running. And Steven Gerrard says he's hoping they can win tonight, not just to get off to a good start, but so that they can dedicate that win to Fernando Rickson. Gerard also saying he feels that his squad is better equipped to navigate their way through the group stages this season with the signings he's made, but he knows just how important these home games are if he wants to take that step further this season. Of course, there's going to be no Ryan Kent tonight. He limped off against Livingston at the weekend. Jordan Jones as well, not selected as part of the European squad, so he won't be involved either. I'll bring you full team news as soon as I get it. Are Rangers better equipped now, squad-wise, to deal with this? And a massive chance for Celtic. The ball from the left rolls along the six yard line various Celtic bodies throwing themselves at it I think it was Ryan Christie was it who looked no, the I best place is that El Yunusi El Yunusi um, to me Gordon couldn't quite get a touch on it that's a massive chance Gordon I think uh, I've got to see it again because I was looking away there I was looking over towards Fraser I don't know why um, <laughs> but just looking at that I thought he should have scored I thought it was easier to score but I, I need to see the replay but they need to do a bit of defending here as Ren's come forward, but uh, Julie and I think uh, defended that brilliantly well. It's very open, Gordon. I mean, that's yeah, twice Celtic now have been caught, yeah. caught in the kind of counter. Certainly, certainly coming and they're going to play positively. They're not sitting in at all. But you're right, it was actually a good move, really good move involving Christie. A couple of times, Forrest, the ball and goalie on the left hand side, and eventually the ball and goalie just fired that across the six yard box. And I'm with you, Ellen. Lucy. Mm. It's nothing just, I think he hesitated slightly. He didn't slide early enough, but he, but he could have done. He hesitated slightly. And if he had just got a touch in the ball, it was a goal. So um, Odson Edward yeah. goes into the book for simulation. He went down in the box looking for a penalty referee didn't agree and he shows Odson Edward the yellow card it was actually a great run from the Celtic striker leading up to it but it goes down too easy does the referee get that one right Gordon? yes uh, he's, it's a terrific run he gets into the box just one too many a little nutmeg there sees that the defender's getting back really just a centre forward looking for a penalty kick as we see see this chance again Gordon oh I think he's got yeah. to score that well, I, that is a he didn't uh, slide early enough, does he? Oh, I th- he's got to anticipate that. I think he's looking for Edward to get a touch on it. And then at the last minute, he realises and he puts his hands mm. in his head, Fraser. I think a natural centre forward puts that in the back of the net. Gone day out, 1 0. Oh, yeah. Well, without, but my big worry is I think there'll be goals in this, but my big worry is I'm looking to my right and we've got. The one and only nil nil, nil master, nil master. Yeah, We do in the studio <laughs> uh, John is a Rangers fan on the line Stephen Gerrard says Rangers better equipped John this year to deal with European football Would you go along with that? Hopefully you know what I mean Just hopefully As I said Gordon You see the team picks for itself Tell me the team then Gordon Go on then Gordon Come on Say again mate You, you say, the, say the team you picks pick, itself pick the team, pick the team. You say the team picks itself by a Bar one player Tell me the, You tell me your, your team I'll tell you if you're right uh, I think it'll be the probably the same back four goalkeeper as well. Um, I think Kamara will come in. I think Arfield will go forward, and I I'm going to go for Defoe. Oh, what do you think, John? The Davis, David, Davis, it? No, no, no. So what's the midfield? Arf- three? Arfield, Arfield, Arfield will move forward. I don't think he's fit, is he? Arf- uh, Jack. Kam- so Aribo, Aribo Davis and Kamara Yeah John Right Right You're writing okay. this down mate <laughs> K- 
Because I've, 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 I've shown you up a few times in this programme and I don't want to do it again. You've not shown me up at all, by the way. I have, John, you know you have. Um, and I think... But you've gone default, that's the big well, yeah, show. That's I, the big show. I'm I may sure. be, I may wrong. John will probably go for Morelis, he'll go for the safety net. I'm not going for the safety net, I'll go for Morelis, but I think you're in for a wee shot. I think you'll play Ojo. I think you'll play Ojo. Yeah, Gordon, you've got Ojo, I've got Ojo as well. Oh, did you? Did you say Ojo right? Sorry, my apologies. <laughs> no, if Jack's fit, then. If yeah. Jack's fit. I'll tell you, you're right, John. I had no idea what he was talking about either. It was Jack, the same back I, four and the same midfield three. As, and then Jack, as Saturday, and well. Come on, come on, spit it. Aribo Ojo played on Saturday. My difference is Kent won't play. Obviously right. Obviously <laughs> Goes at hamstring Which means Arfield will move forward Kamara will come in Kamara will come in That's it Right okay. And it's Morelos Or Defoe And I don't know about. I, I went for Defoe I could be wrong John what are you thinking then In terms of Chances of getting a result Look okay, a chance to get a result Sorry I've come on the phone I should really Started for My condolences to Fernando Rickson's family You know what I mean Because heartbreaking Man fought for his life You know what I mean And Tried his best And it's really sad And it's great to see That the whole Of Scotland Not just You know what I mean uh, Rangers The whole of Scotland mm. Have offered their support And tremendous You know what I mean That's, I should have really Come on and said that First of all So my apologies uh, No no absolutely That's the first thing I should have said Well said John But well, do you think that adds a That adds a, an, an extra layer Of emotion to the game tonight Certainly does It cannot and it couldn't, You couldn't have picked a, a better team to play against Probably not. You couldn't have picked a Dutch team. They're, the fans are going to be outstanding tonight, the same as the Leger Warsaw fans are outstanding. They'll make the atmosphere as good. And it will just be electric, I think, tonight. I think it'll be totally electric. And I think that's what Fernando would want anyway to be electric and to have the passion because he played with a passion. And he played for the jersey, so he'll be wanting us to be all up for it. Yeah, does, that, I mean? does that lend itself to potentially a fast start for Rangers? Is that. Type of environment that might allow yeah. Stephen Gerrard's men to come out the trucks. Well, I, I think they want to start it properly as well. It's Ibrox, it's 50,000, it's a home game, it's a tough group for them. They're going to have to get the majority of their points at home, I, I think. So, if you're going to qualify in second place or, or even win the group, they're going to have to beat Feyenoord, I think, at it, it, home. Not have to, but it, it's a great start for them. So, yes, I think they want to start at high tempo. And, but the danger is, of course, always the emotion that's in the stands and the emotion from the supporters can sometimes spill a wee bit over, over onto to, to the pitch. But you know, when you're playing at home in front of 50,000, go and take the game to, to the opponents. You know, Try and put a wee bit of you know, a fear into Feyenoord, make them play in the back foot, make them realise this is going to be a tough, tough game after 20 minutes because whenever I played at Ibrox with, with smaller clubs, you, you, would, you would know after 20 minutes, 25 minutes, you're in a game here. Maybe nothing each, but you'd be breathing heavily thinking, wow, they are at us and they're up for this game. Celtic fans, what have you made of the opening 25 minutes? Chance of the match goes to El Yanusi, but it's still goalless. Odson Edward and Scott Brown have both been booked. So let us know what you've made of it. And Rangers fans, this is your last chance to get your team lineup suggestions and predictions in because after the break, we're going to hear from Stephen Gerrard and we'll get the team news from Ibrox. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors, the league leader for compensation. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon DL and Fraser Wishart here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We are keeping an eye on Wren against Celtic, where it's goalless. Celtic have had the best chance. Uh, El Yunusi couldn't quite poke the ball over the line. Scott Brown's been booked for a challenge. Odson Edwards has been booked for a dive. Uh, other than that, how, how would you sum it up, Gordon? I, th- I think Neil Lennon will be quite happy um, Ren did have a little half chance About a couple of minutes ago Fraser Foster making a good save 
Uh, but I think the shape looks good. I think that um, they look comfortable when they're in possession. Um, you know, they've just got to make sure they concentrate. They can't afford to lose a goal, especially away from home. Um, I think that for 31 minutes, they've uh, looked very comfortable in this game, Gordon. Yeah, Jason Coogans is on Twitter. He says, this mob beat PSG. They're looking average, which, I mean, both is true. They, they don't look great at the moment, but they did also beat PSG, so that probably... Gives you an indication of what they're capable of A lot of Rangers fans are getting in touch on Twitter To give us their predicted teams for tonight uh, Peter is on He's got, what's he got, usual back four He's got Barisic in at left back He's mm-hmm. hoping that Ryan Jack makes it um, Ojo, Arfield and Morelos leading the line Says Peter uh, Graham Robb has also got his suggestions Very similar to what you He's got Barisic in as well He's got Kamara coming in Much like you do Gordon He however has Alfredo Morelos mm. leading the line So let, let's hear from you on the phones Rangers fans Perhaps heading to the game now What are you expecting? 01419511025 Here's the thoughts of Stephen Gerrard Yeah I think they come with a big reputation A massive club uh, They'll bring big support And um, they play an exciting brand of football So they're certainly a team we need to show full respect to uh, They've got match winners in the team uh, I don't think they'll come and sit in And be negative I think they'll come and play and believe that you can take maximum points so it's all set up to be a, a fantastic game and one we're all looking forward to. Every uh, opposition that come into Ibrox we always analyse where they're strong, try and do everything we can as a team and collectively to deal with their threats. They come with pace uh, in the wide areas, they like to combine and play some nice stuff in the final third. So it's important we're, we're compact and, and we defend really well. I'd like to see how they deal with, with our strengths doesn't matter who comes into Ibrox, we always want to try and play an aggressive style on the front foot. We want to play to the emotion in the crowd and with the crowd behind us, a full house, and we'll see where our performance levels takes us. I believe we get close to our best. I'm confident we can get the result we want. Uh, Fraser, if you look at Rangers' European record under Steven Gerrard, there was a full qualifying campaign last season, followed by a group stage campaign. Another qualifying campaign this season uh, They don't lose many games in Europe No that, That's what we've seen so far I mean A different question is Can they do enough to progress Because Sometimes drawing isn't enough But They, they certainly So far under Steven Gerrard Haven't lost a lot of games in Europe Is that, is that something to do with the, the way they set up The way opposition teams set up Compared to domestically It's, it's hard to judge I mean the, the record's been terrific Over the last so 12 months or so I think it's a more difficult group this year When you're looking at Feyenoord And you're looking at uh, Porto in particular You know, these are these are good quality teams But I think Rangers are, are, are a better team Than they were last year Even though they went on that on that run I, I think Rangers have just found a, a formation That can, that suits them This 4-3-3 Playing quite narrow With the three up front It kind of suits the players That they've that they've they've got in that team Arfield I think is better Just that wee bit forward Just getting a free role to support as well And, uh, and Morelos likes the the Europa League you know he's been a success at that uh, this level as well so uh, I think it's going to be a tough one for Rangers tonight I think a victory will be a really really good result for them because Feyenoord will come they're, they're you know they're near the top of the Dutch league they're, they're a good team they're a very good team and uh, tonight I think Rangers can just edge it I think the crowd can play a part roar them on and Morelos who I think will start not not Defoe I think he'll have a huge part to play as well oh one four one nine five one one zero two five that's the number Jen in Stirling's dialed hi Jen. Hey, hiya, how are you? Not too bad, um, how are you? I'm, I'm fantastic, thank you. Good um, Just um, about Fernando Rickson, um, just to say, like, I find it amazing that every single football team has said amazing things about the man. Um, and I totally get it because my mum's suffered MS all her days and um, now has 
um, dementia. And for him to do so much for charity is an amazing thing. And I really, really hope Rangers do something good tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's clearly an emotional topic for, for lots of people, Fraser, because people um, look at Fernando Rickson, they, they draw on their own uh, personal experiences. and that, yeah, that, amazing. Yeah, and the, the fight that he's put up over the last, what will that be, six years now, yeah. um, it's been... It's been inspirational to watch, hasn't it? It sounds, Jen, it sounds, Jen, as if you've taken something from the fact that uh, that Fernando has been so public in his in his fight and tried to live the life that uh, they had left to Correct. the best of his abilities. I, I think it's absolutely amazing. Andy was great. Helicopter somebody can't beat that. <laughs> really, and that was like, the best day ever for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did great, and he had a face to bet. My mum, when she was well, had that face, and I said. As well, so I can all love him for that. Yeah, I mean, I think we will see that reflected in, in the, the game tonight. Well, just to hold that thought for a second, Jen, because Ren have a penalty um, in the other game in France at the moment. Christopher Ayer gets too tight, he's got a hold of the shirt, and he, he trips him, Gordon. It's a fairly straightforward decision. Yeah, yeah, and just looking at the pictures, Ayer knows it's a penalty kick gone. He's went to ground, um, and the forward's just been too clever takes the ball away from him, he commits to the tackle, the forward goes over, it's a stonewall penalty kick, it's up to Fraser Foster now, can he keep Celtic at 0-0? Yeah, Celtic have been comfortable in this game, but they face going a goal down from the penalty spot, here comes the kick, right footed into the bottom corner, Fraser Foster goes the wrong way, and it is Ren 1, Celtic 0, he's had rave reviews, and rightly so Fraser, so... It's only right that you criticise Christopher Iyer when when it's due because Celtic yeah. have been right in this game and that's that's a, that's a a poor moment from him. Yeah, Celtic have looked a threat, but at the other end, the, the two of the better chances with Fraser Forster saved from twenty five yards and, and then a header at the back post as well when they literally hit the target. They've been a wee bit open at the back as well. That was just straightforward defending and maybe a bit of you know he's still inexperienced in terms of playing that position, but he's gone as you said, gone far too tight. It's rolled into the striker's feet. He, he's playing for the contact And as soon as a, a forward has gone on table, He's back to goal, feels the contact They're going to roll you And they rolled him And he, he had two hands in his shirt And they brought him down I mean it's an absolute stone wall penalty But the, the, the mistake in the first instance Was going too tight And allowing the forward to roll mm. And now Celtic for all their good work 38 minutes gone They're a goal down And how often have we seen this for Celtic Away from home Decent performance but, but losing goals at the wrong end Is that an experienced thing Gordon Because Christopher Ryers a tremendous athlete He very rarely gets Outfought or outjumped mm-hmm. Or out sprinted But he's been outthought there really And um, he gives away a, a soft penalty Yeah uh, I don't think it's anything to do with experience I just think uh, The spur of moment was bad defending Because the minute the camera goes on him Gordon He knows He knows he's made a mistake From the beginning As we said there He was too tight The centre forward loves that Knows where he is and the minute he's turned, he can't go to ground. The minute he goes to ground, then the centre forward knows, listen, there's something, a tackle coming in here. He just knocks the ball and uh, Ayer takes him out and it's a stonewall penalty, penalty kick. I don't think it's anything to do with uh, experience. I just think on the on that time, it was just bad defending mm. for him. Uh, Jen, sorry to, to interrupt you there. It's always difficult when we're keeping an eye on a, a couple of things at once. Any Scottish team that goes through is a good thing, so... Do you, you were back to what you were saying though. Do you think that um, that there's bound to be a, an emotional element to the game tonight? Does, that, does that have any impact on the football? Do you think, or is that more for the, the supporters? I think the supporters will get the team going, and 
uh, even reading the paper and stuff today, everybody's pumped for it. And um, I really think they're going to play their heart out. Um, for both sides, actually. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, potentially. Um, best team I win. Yeah. That's the, the, the thing, Fraser, although you mentioned, you know, perhaps the, the players didn't know Fernando Rickson personally. I think, you know, Stephen Gerrard and James Tavernier and the likes, they were all outside today, weren't yeah. they? And they, so they'll be acutely aware of. Of the, the feeling around the club at the moment Absolutely And there'll be people that work behind the scenes at Murray Park uh, They tend to find there's, there's people that work there For years and years and years in the training grounds And they get to know the players over the years So, so they, they'll be upset by it as, as, as well And uh, it's just interesting to hear Jen say That she's taken a bit of inspiration from Fernando Rickson You know, not not allowing the Until the very very late end of his life where he, where he just said he couldn't come out in public He attended events He attended social events He attended football matches He came to to, to, to a player of the year He raised funds himself He just tried to enjoy the, the remainder of his life The best he possibly could And fought against This horrible condition And if that Gives a wee bit of inspiration And comfort to others Then then that's 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 the, the, the big That's half the battle Jen thank you very much I know it's not hey, easy no Thank you very much For having me Not thank a you. problem Cheers, Thank you very much Jen Sharing some of her own uh, Personal experiences There as well 01419511025 Is the number Celtic are a goal down It was a penalty Given away by Christopher Iyer uh, no mistake with the kick And it's Ren 1 Celtic nil. Five minutes to go Plenty of encouraging moments for Celtic But the one stat that matters Is that they trail with five minutes until the break Gary is a Rangers fan How are you feeling Gary? Uh, about an hour and a half to kick off Are you feeling confident? Um, feeling, yeah, hopefully Feeling a wee bit nervous Firstly, tra- tragic to lose Fernando today And wish condolences to his family and everything Just shocking Um I, I just wonder if the panel think the Rangers are good enough to beat this team tonight. Gordon? Uh, yeah, I think it'll be a, an emotional night. Obviously, Fernando Rickson will play a big part in that. And I do think it will play a part in the players going out that tunnel, Gordon, because it will be a different atmosphere. And I think that can help Rangers. I think Steven Gerrard will be saying to his players as well, we have to go out there and do it for us, lad. Do it for the support. And um, I think if Rangers can start on the front foot and get that um, Feyenoord and get that all-important first goal, especially at home, and that crowd will keep going right on until the 90-plus minute. I think Rangers can get a positive result tonight, I really do. Early on in the European campaign last season, Fraser, that's when Alan McGregor really was showing his worth, wasn't yeah. it? You know, he'd come yeah. back to the club and you could see what a good goalkeeper he was on these big occasions when, when, when he's called upon. Same again tonight You would have to imagine Absolutely Same again tonight You know you've already seen here Celtic are playing Playing well In the attacking sense But have lost a goal And that can easily happen To the Rangers tonight If they're dominating play And they're getting on top They can be easily hit on the break And McGregor's experience And his, his ability He's still a terrific goalkeeper You know he's, he's getting on in his years But there's still A lot of games left For for, for, for Alan McGregor And over the years He's played a brilliant part For, for Rangers He had a great Number of saves In the run to The final of the the UEFA Cup in 2008 and picked up an injury and missed the, the key games towards the end of the season but it was brilliant before that he's a top goalkeeper um, but he, I think he'll be called on tonight this is going to be a really tough game for Rangers I don't think there's anything between the teams at all uh, Gary any particular team selection dilemmas facing Steven Gerrard I'd, I'd like to think he's decided by now because the team's going to be announced soon but what, what would be the main consideration for you? I felt I felt nervous on Saturday after after Livingston scored the penalty that there was a couple of incidents on Saturday where I thought Rangers were really fortunate not to lose another goal. 
that the, there was an incident where the, obviously the foul was given against Hall when Halliday got knocked over and they went through and scored. I thought Rangers were fortunate there. And there was another one where Katic and Goldson seemed to... I don't know if there was a communication breakdown. Just just recently, I found that the ball bouncing in front of Goldson makes me nervous. I just wonder if he'll change the back four tonight. Yeah, I'm now detecting one or two suggestions, Gordon, that that, that partnership should be broken up. Is tonight the night to do that? Um, I don't think so. I don't think it is the night to do it. I understand what Gary's saying. I watched it on Saturday against Livingston. It's strange because last season, I think, you look at Katic, the, the ones that would always, uh, the supporters would be saying, well, if anyone's going to be left out, it'd be Katic. In I particular, think. is, oh, well, hold on. I've got an answer to that question. Andrew McLean, I think, has the answer to the question. Are you there, Andrew? He's not. He's just. Sorry, I oh, am. Oh, he is. He is. He just had his microphone oh, turned off. Uh, Sorry. You've got an answer to the question as to whether I... Rangers change things at the back tonight, don't you? I do, indeed. Alan McGregor stays in goals for this one. There's a. One change just in the back four for this one. It's Oh, apologies. I think it's two changes yep. in the back four for this one. It's James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Philip Hellander and Borna Barisic. The midfield three is Stephen Davis, Ryan Jack and Glenn Kamara. Alfredo Morelos is the striker with Scott Arfield and Shea Ojo supporting him. The substitutes, Fodringham, Edmondson, Halliday, Aribo, King, Barker and Defoe. Uh, there we go, Gary. You, you called it. Hillander in to partner Goldson this evening Yeah I, I, I thought he might change it tonight I, I just I, I thought Rangers did really well to win on Saturday And I thought they deserved to win But honestly sitting in the City of my seat at the front of the Govan stand On Saturday when we were 1-0 down Honestly there was a few really Dodgy mm. moments but I thought Alan McGregor Made two great saves as well by the way Fraser the only thing is Katic isn't involved at all He's, he's not on the bench so that might suggest, suggest An injury yeah. rather than um, uh, you know, just uh, dropping him because he, he's not involved yeah, in the bench. I, I think it'd have been really unlucky that, 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 that I've not seen Rangers much this season, but uh, with bits I've seen in the live games, etc. He, he's, 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 he's been the better. He's been the better of the even two. Even if you think back to the Old Firm game, Goldson was the one that made the mistake yeah, for, I, for the goal as well. And I, I think it'd been very harsh on Katic, who's still a young lad who's improved leaps and bounds in the last twelve months. I, I think it would have been harsh to drop him. But I think you're right; he's not on the bench, so that suggests he must be some sort yeah. of illness or injury. I do agree, Fraser, because I think Goldson uh, has been. Not at his best this yeah. season I think Catty just improved So it must be an injury Gordon But it'll be interesting to see Haylander £3 million they've paid for him Big night for him Gary thank you very much Rangers fans There's the team What do you make of it McGregor and goal A back four of Tavernier Goldson Haylander and Barisic Davis, Jack and Kamara The midfield three With Ojo and Arfield Supporting Morelos It is half time in Ren. We'll bring you the half time story From France next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Getting you full compensation is their goal. Talk to Thompson's.com. Fraser Wishart and Gordon DL are here. We're keeping an eye on Ren against Celtic. We're building up to Rangers against Feyenoord. So get your calls in or tweet us at Clyde SSB. A quick reminder of that Rangers team. We're looking for your reaction to it. McGregor in goal, Tavernier, Goldson, Hillander and Barisic in defence. Davis, Jack and Kamara in midfield with Ojo and Arfield supporting Alfredo Morelos. Uh, in the meantime though, let's get the halftime report from France. Celtic and Rangers in Europe on Clyde One. With Ladbrooks.com. Download the app and score a tap in. Please gamble responsibly. 
So it's been a busy 45 minutes Wren against Celtic Let's get the story of it With Alison Conroy Half time it is Wren 1 Celtic nil. A defensive mistake Has Celtic trailing At the break It was Nyang scoring From the penalty spot In the 37th minute Making absolutely no mistake After Christopher Iyer Hauled down a player In the box Celtic did have an early chance to take the lead. Volleyball and Golly crossed the boy to, ball to Ilianusi yards out, but he couldn't get it on target. Then at the other end, a great save by Fraser Forster stopped Wren taking the lead just minutes before they scored with that penalty. So Celtic with it all to do in the second half. It is Wren 1, Celtic 0. 01419511025. Celtic fans, what have you made of the first half? Ken and Cambus Lang. How are you doing? Uh, first of all, my congratulations to Fernando Rickson's family. Sad news. But, um, on this game, we are handing uh, the But when at the start of the game, I was trying to make a roll of cigarette, and it took me the whole first half because there was something going on all the time on that pitch. It was end, it was it was end to end. I couldn't I couldn't look away. But I think the referee needs to be a bit more consistent. I mean, the books Edward for a dive, no real complaints here. But he doesn't do the same for the rem player who's a blatant dive at the far end of the pitch. You know what I mean? Also, being Allison's there saying about a defensive mistake, that was defensive suicide with Ayer done. That wasn't just a mistake, that was calamitous. You know, the player's up with his right hand, he's risked by the left hand, and his Ayer's going down, he's pulling him down. Steve Wonder couldn't have missed that. You know what I mean? The only thing I will say about the penalty kick, and we're seeing it back there again, Gordon, Ayer's got to stay on his feet. Because he's the, the centre forward's going nowhere. He's not in a dangerous position. Celtic have plenty of men back defending. Stay up. Okay, you've you've got too tight to him. But don't go to ground. The minute Ayer goes to ground, he puts himself in in, a, in problems. And obviously the lad, very clever enough, takes the ball away from him. Ayer tries to win it. Stonewall penalty kick and Celtic one behind at half time. But I think the Celtic will take a lot of encouragement from the first half I think they've played okay I think uh, El Yanusi really should score um, so I think they will create chances but at the back they've just got to tighten up make sure they don't lose another one I mean Fraser we've now seen it again um, and we don't, I don't want to keep hammering the point and be, be unfair on Christopher Iyer but it, it's, it's unavoidable I mean yeah. he... He's almost committed about three fouls in one motion. He sort of got, the, he's grabbed the player. He's got his shirt. He then slides in, and then kind of flicks his leg up at the end. It, yeah. it, it, there is no doubt about it whatsoever. Ken has been very critical of Christopher. Ryer. What will Neil Lennon say to him at halftime? Well, I think he'll need to say to him, "Get your head up, forget about it, and go on with the game." But uh, he'll also be saying to him, like, exactly as Gordon is saying, "Going too tight." As soon as he makes that step forward and he goes tight to to the the, the forward. As Gordon knows in that I played defence, you try not to make contact in there. You've got to go tight. But as soon as you make contact and, and he feels you're on the wrong side, he's going to roll you. And as soon as he does that, the rest of it's almost all, always going to happen because he's got a hold of his jersey and he's going to have to bring him down because he's going to shot on goal as well. But the, the mistake really is just that step forward to go touch tight and allow the centre forward to roll him. So no, it, it wasn't good defending. But there's a game to go on now, so Chris Lyle's got to react positively, not let it affect the rest of his game because it's been, it's been as, as Ken was saying, there, it's been a good game for football to watch. We're just watching the chance for Elianusi there again, and I think you'd said during one of the breaks that he thought that Edward uh, dummied it, and he did. Really clever play by Edward. He jumped over the ball, and he just wasn't sharp enough. Elianusi just hesitated slightly, but again, an open goal. But that's the only chance Celtic have really had for all their nice play, and they've knocked it around well. Neat one twos involving all their, their ball players in the attacking sense. Whereas Wren have maybe not been the best team in the game, 
but they've had three decent chances and could could be even further ahead. The header at the back post was was a, was an excellent chance as well. Uh, Ken, what about in in terms of the the positive side of things? Have you seen enough to suggest that Celtic can still get something from it? I think we can still get a point from it. I mean, that's, I mean, it has been it's been end to end stuff, and I mean, oh yeah, the I'm just, the new guy. I'm not even trying to pronounce his name right now. The uh, Norwegian, is it? El Yunusi. Um, I'll take your words for that, Gordon. <laughs> Right. Been uh, I mean, he was he was unlucky when he slid in not to get that ball in. He was unlucky, and Celtic may not have too many shots on target, but they've been they've been they've been proving they've been getting there, and I'm sure there's going to be a goal come from Celtic. I'm just concerned about Scott Brown though, because he's got that yellow card uh, needlessly, and I think they need to take him off, uh, probably give him 15 minutes. But I would maybe put Bauer or Rodrik on in his place. Yeah, I mean, Scott Brown has been booked early on And if generally you, you hear about walking a tightrope and, and all the rest of it But to be fair, I think Scott Brown's got a fair bit of experience Of getting through games with an, an L, a, a, easy for me to say An early yellow card to his name, Gordon He's done it a million times Yeah, without, without a shadow of doubt, Gordon And I don't think um, Neil Lennon will even think about taking Scott Brown off just now uh, he's a captain We'll be looking for him To push things forward And you know Start to dominate The game for Celtic uh, Scott Brown You're right He's experienced He's played in oh, Hundreds and hundreds Of games Where he's Probably Walked a, a Tightrope yeah. as well And he's got to Watch his next tackle uh, Whatever it may be I don't think There'll be any problems Whatsoever with Scott Brown I think The biggest problem is That Celtic can't afford To lose the next goal I think like Ken I think they're capable Of scoring here uh, And even if they get away um, Tonight with a 1-1 I think that's a terrific start Yeah I mean Ken in an, in an attacking sense There's clearly been moments of, of 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 Encouragement for Celtic Apart from the Scott Brown thing You're talking about the booking Would you, would you leave the rest of the team As is for the next Certainly the next 15-20 minutes Oh definitely De- Definitely I mean, I would only bring on the, the others when we need fresh legs on, you know, which is one reason I think about Scott Brown because, yeah, he's probably used to walking the tightrope, but he is getting on a wee bit, is he not? And maybe the fresher legs might help us a wee bit more in, you know, learning yourselves probably know more about that than than, than me. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't go changing it too quickly. Okay, thank, thank you very much. That was Ken and Canvas Lang on 0141951125. Uh, let me just quickly check in on Twitter and see what the reactions have been to that first half at Clyde SSB. Uh, what have we got? Um, not a lot, actually, I must say. Uh, I think we're a bit, we're beyond it now. There's so much coming in that's not about the Celtic performance. Andrew McLean. Oh, there we are. Scott's got one. Celtic play. Celtic's still in with a chance of their way win. Playing good football. Ren looked nothing like world beaters. PSG must have been shocking against them uh, Says Scott uh, Andrew McLean's at Ibrox Andrew We were sort of speculating Because that's all you can do um, At this early stage About the absence of Nikola Katic Is he there? Have you seen him? Yeah it was It's quite interesting When the team news came out and, and he wasn't in the squad at all Because when the Rangers players first Came out the tunnel Instead of going onto the pitches They normally do They actually just did a lap Round the pitch And they were all walking round And in their wee groups And Nikola Katic was He was definitely there He, he was walking With Borna Barisic They were having a chat It looked as if He was in the matchday squad At that point So You know it, it, It's up for debate Whether 
he would be there or not with the rest of the squad uh, if, if he was injured. But um, it certainly looked at that point that he, he, he was in selection and, and, and could have been one of the centre-backs, but not on the bench despite that. OK, well, I'm sure we'll get an answer from Stephen Gerrard at full time. A lot to happen before then, though. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Just something to flag up for later on In the second hour tonight We're going to be giving you the chance To win a table for 10 At Ladies Day tomorrow At Air Racecourse It's the Gold Cup Festival So it's Ladies Day tomorrow A table for 10 at stake That's later on this hour Though right now It's Beat the Pundit time 0141 951 1025 Come on here Answer as many football questions Right as you can Get one over on Fraser or Gordon And win yourself a signed ball If you fancy it Call us now You only have until the news at 7 Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the form team for compensation for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompson's.com. Fraser Wishart and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan. 51 minutes gone in Wren. It's Wren 1, Celtic 0. It was a penalty in the first half. The question now, though, gentlemen, would be <laughs> have Celtic just been denied a Stonewaller? Yes. Absolutely yes. And I think it's because Ryan Christie just two or three minutes. Before that, Gordon went down the edge of the box and the referee waved it away like he went down too easy. And it was Ryan Christie involved again. He just nips in, gets a yeah. touch in the ball. Defender makes contact. That is a stonewall penalty. Interesting decision, Fraser, because the referee's not shy. He booked odds on Edward for diving in the first half. So if yes. he doesn't think that that is a penalty, presumably it would be a dive. Uh, I'm not really sure um, what, what's, what's been going Sometimes through the referee's mind on that one Because they book players when, when there is contact But it's not a penalty But it's not a dive either Yeah, but this is the other way around, isn't it? This is the other way around I mean, it's, it's, one, it's one of the other it's the, it's the clearest decision you'll ever make as a referee Was it a penalty or was it not? And if there's contact, it has to be a penalty If there was no contact in the ref's eyes You should book him It's a stonewall penalty He stood on the top of his foot Ryan Chris is just too sharp for him Right in the corner of the penalty box the referee's got a clear view He's been poor all night He's been really really poor And officious all night And it's just continued Well Celtic have to pick themselves up And go again Ren 1 Celtic 0 Let's do this shall we With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football It is beat the pundit time Fraser and Gordon are here One of them is going to be taking on Andy from Hamilton How are you tonight Andy? Very well thank you uh, a Rangers fan, Andy. How are you feeling ahead of the game? Oh, we are, you know, a little bit, a little bit excited, a little bit sad, a little bit nervous. So we just want to go, put on a good show, and uh, you know, get a victory and uh, pay our respects to our captain who you know fought so well for his injury. Yeah, certainly a, a bit of a, a mixed emotional bag tonight. What do you make of the team, Andy? You've got, you know, Hillander comes in at the heart of the defence, um, Morelos up front, Barisic at left back. Anything you'd have done differently? Uh, well, listen, I certainly wouldn't uh, give advice to Stephen Gerrard. <laughs> He's done very well since he came in, so quite happy to go with whatever Stevie G thinks. But I'm not surprised that we see a change in the back line tonight. OK, well, let's get on with Beat the Pundit then. If it's heads, you are up against Fraser. And if it's tails, you're up against Gordon. And it's heads, it's Fraser. Like you thought that was going to be you again, Gordon Deal, didn't you? I saw, I saw that look in your I've, face. I've played 12 times already. Have you? 12 yeah, this season? Yeah. Well, it's Fraser Wish up tonight, so let me give him some Clyde 2 to listen to. I think that's us, Andy. It's just you and I. You've got 30 seconds. Head to head, you can pass... 
Oh, he's not got Clyde Two in his ear. Very honest. Look at that. A man of integrity. A man of integrity. Producer Andy is. I've never seen him move so fast. Fraser, I can't believe you're so honest. There we go. Great honesty from Fraser Wisher. He's putting his headphones on now. Now he's listening to some music. No, he's still listening. Tell you what. You can hear me? No, there we go. Te- technological disaster we're having here anyway, Andy. 30 seconds head to head. You can pass. Here's your chance to beat the pundit. You ready? Yes Which former Hearts player Has been inducted To the Scottish Football Hall of Fame Pass Who were the first Rangers team The first team Rangers Played in last season's Europa League group stages Pass In what year Did Arthur Boric Join Celtic uh, 2010 Which former Kilmarnock and Hibs manager Is currently coaching In Hong Kong uh, Bobby Williamson Which team were the last to win the Scottish 3rd Division Before the SFL folded in 2013 Rangers Okay let's bring Fraser back uh, Fraser we've got you now yes Yes I'm back now Great stuff same set of questions to you shall we Yeah Which former Hearts player has been inducted into the Scottish Football Hall of Fame John Robertson Who were the first team Rangers played in last season's Europa League group stages Oh I don't know pass in which year did Arthur Boric join Celtic? 2003. Which former Kilmarnock and Hibs manager is currently coaching in Hong Kong? Uh, Mixed Battalion. Which team were the last to win the Scottish third division before the SFL folded in 2013? Peterhead. Who is the current captain of St Mirren? Stephen McGinn. Okay, okay, okay. What's the verdict, Andy? Absolutely hammered. Do you think so? <laughs> I don't think it was a hammering. Don't worry. I don't think it was. I don't think it was a hammering. Uh, which former Hearts player has been inducted to the Scottish Football Hall of Fame? It is John Robertson. Well done, Fraser. He's into a one 0 lead. Who were the first team Rangers played in last season's Europa League? Still nothing, Andy. Come on, Andy. A Rangers fan. You should remember that. I know. We played so many games. A Villarreal. <laughs> It was Villarreal away, wasn't it? In uh, what year did Arthur Boris join Celtic? That is a tough one. It's 2005. None of you got that. Which former Kilmarnock and Hibs manager uh, managing in Hong Kong? Mixu Patalainen, 2-0 to Fraser Wishart. Uh, which team were the last to win the third division before the SFL folded in 2013? It was Rangers. And Andy knew that one. Andy remembers it all too well. So Andy pulls one back. It's 2-1. Not enough though Andy That was the end of your questions Fraser got the next one And it was an easy one Stephen McGinn Is the captain of St Mirren So you've got three uh, For Fraser And one for you Andy Hardlines Okay thank you very much I understand uh, Andy you've you've got your son Ramsey And your mate Graham in the car Are they Are they feeling optimistic About the game tonight? I think they're just laughing at me Because I was so bad in the quiz How old is Ramsey? He is nine. So he's he's right about Poor that boy. he's right about that age where he's starting to think his dad's a bit of a dafty and then you go on and do that. You were his hero until tonight, Andy. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Good man. That was Andy, Ramsey and Graham. Enjoy the game, lads, uh, on their way to Ibrook. Celtic do have a penalty this time. <laughs> so they gave one away in the first half. They got a stonewaller turned down about five minutes ago, and they've now eventually got themselves a penalty. James Forrest tripped in the box Ryan Christie to take Yeah it's all happening Celtic made a substitution there And Chan coming on El Yunusi getting off And they went up the park Ball played into Forrest He gets it 
Oh, it was so quick. Um, <laughs> I have no idea, Gordon. The, the but the referee the, the, the had a good production companies just had a bit of a nightmare and hit fast forward as we tried to watch um, <laughs> a replay of that. Um, but yeah, anyway. We'll but the referee's it. got a good position. It, look, it looked a penalty at first, so. No, yeah, yeah, they deserve it because Ryan Christie's was definitely a penalty kick, and uh, it's up to him now taking the penalty to stick it in the back of the net. This would be an. Um, Absolute brilliant boost for Celtic I've got to good, say It's a good play with Christie He was a, a cross field pass Intercepted it And, yeah. and it set the breakaway James Forrest in the box Christie's gone wide right Forrest wide left Left footed high Into the back of the net Ryan Christie equalises Makes it Ren 1 Celtic 1 On the night And Over the piece Deserved it You've yeah. got to say I think second half They've been positive uh, Neil Lennon's not even waited To the magical 60 minutes Before the substitution He's brought in Cham on um, they went right up the park and um, got the penalty kick. And as I said, we're watching it again, Gordon. We'll just see it here slow motion. Yeah, he's kicked. Yeah, yeah, I think he is a penalty. Yeah. It's uh, one of those phrases, isn't it, where James Forrest absolutely makes the most of it, but it's it's, it's absolutely a penalty as well. Does that make sense? Yeah, uh, yeah uh, totally. I mean, referees will not give free kicks and penalties if you stay at your feet. And there's always this thing about the players, should they stay in their feet, etc. Not there. James Forrest is perfectly entitled to go down. He's been kicked, has knocked him off his stride. He's perfectly entitled to say, was that a penalty referee? And it was for me. And great finish by by Ryan Christie. Say the slight change in the setup for for Celtic in terms of the formation but uh, Ryan Christie was in there and he he, he he certainly set up that goal with a beautiful piece of play interception James Forrest wins a penalty kick and good finish but no definitely a penalty for me uh, yeah and we, did we even manage to bring news of that substitution it'll happen so quickly Olivier and Cham came on yeah, for Carol McGregor it. didn't he no El Unussi no, sorry yeah, my uh, no surprises uh, just at the club got a bit of a game in, against Hamilton Saturday Um and Cham, I think, brings extra energy and power in the middle of the park, and I think it's a very positive move. Uh, 0141-951-1025 on Twitter. We are at Clyde SSB. Mark is a Rangers fan on the line. Hi, Mark. Hi, it's just a couple of points to go up in DL. We had a game on Saturday, and uh, apparently Dolson and Catholic had a first up. And it obviously continued in the dressing room. So I read the Rangers website on uh, Sunday night. I was trying to get through on Tuesday. I couldn't get on. Uh, just to see if there were any truth in the matter. Uh, Gordon, I think it's it's only right that at the moment that is just speculation. I've seen a couple of tweets mm. and stuff. Um, that, that doesn't mean to say it didn't happen. The honest answer is we don't know. There's a lot of speculation about it. Katic was out there Walking around with his teammates He looks absolutely fine Doesn't look like there's any issue He's just not involved tonight No uh, I didn't pick that up uh, Gordon on Saturday Watching the game uh, It happens all the time You were watching I think it was Was it Aston Villa The other night there The two players clashed together And the manager was asked about it And he says Look the players have sorted out That happens in football Because They want to win games and you have a go your teammate, your teammate has a go back. But that is not going to be the the reason why Cattage is not in the starting eleven or even on the bench tonight. Um so no, I don't think that is any reason. I've got a funny feeling if he's not on the bench, Gordon, I don't think the I think the boys actually started the season well. Um I think he must have picked up a knock or something. 
I'll, I'll be surprised if he's just been left out altogether because I don't think he deserves to. Yeah, right. These things just they don't fester. No. Fans see it on the park and we shout and ball and we scream and sometimes it goes over the top. Remember Richard Foster and Danny Swanson get sent off yes. fight, yeah. fighting each other? I, that I was spoke, a proper bust up. That was a proper bust up. And I spoke to Richard Foster the following day and he said, We both get sent off and then we're both, we're fighting each other, we're both sitting in the dressing room looking at each other. Getting changed and having a shower and saying, "What did we do?" You know, it mm-hmm. all calm down. It doesn't it fester? They just look at each other and say, "What a couple of idiots." So uh, uh, sometimes it's no bad thing to have a, an, an argument and uh, a set two, but uh, that, that wouldn't affect the team selection. Stephen Gerrard wouldn't allow that to affect the team selection. You don't weaken your team by by, by leaving somebody out mm-hmm. for that reason. He must have a knock, I think, if he's completely out of the squad. Uh, that aside, Mark, what do you make of the Rangers team tonight? Barisic is in at left back. Uh, Ryan Jack makes it. Morelos up front. Are you happy with those choices? I think Barrage uh, has had kind of game European team with the Scottish games kind of too far for him in physical. And your Liverpool boy, uh, Lelone, Ojo. I think he's just a squad player. I, Ojo, I think he's just a squad player because the old firm game just ran. But he wasn't the worst bad guy in the park, but I find a lot of games that a lot of games just run by him. Yeah, the line's not great. I can't. We're struggling mm. a little bit to make out um, what Mark's saying, but he's he's not having Ojo at the moment. We've got the gist of that. Well, Did he, um, um, I wouldn't have been surprised tonight, Gordon, and if Barker Andrew and Barker come in because less he, competition now, of course, with with Kent and Jones both yeah. unavailable. He, he came on Saturday uh, when Kent went off, and uh, second half he looked a real threat, and the confidence the goal probably has given him as well, um, and he was delighted the way he celebrated. So. I agree as Fraser Foster pushes one uh, by the post there, good save. But I agree that uh, Ojo, I think he's a very neat and tidy player. You know, he's got a lovely left foot on him. I think the Rangers manager thinks a lot of him. But with the pace of uh, Brendan Barker, I would not have been surprised if he was in the starting eleven tonight. Uh, that's gone down as a goal kick goal to kick, Celtic. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out why... Did, did Fraser Forster not get a touch? Was the ball already over the line by the time he touched it? Oh, I think it's a bad referee. He's having a bad night. He's trying to some slack. It's bad night. The referee is the producer of the television company who can't get it all right either. But it looked a save to me from, from, from all the pictures there. So I think it's just he's not been the best of nights, the ref. Uh, 64 minutes gone. It is Ren 1, Celtic 1 on the night. Ryan Christie's penalty. Levelling things up after falling behind. It was a penalty to Ren, which, which saw Celtic go behind. Um, and it's been a very uh, It's been a game all about penalties really One's given, one's not given Gordon Deal. Yeah um, I think the Celtic uh, After Ryan Christie's appeal And it was the referee said no to it I think Celtic deserved a penalty kick And um, he was always going to give the next one Because I think really He has had a bad day And I think he's realised that He's made a big big mistake uh, Not giving the Ryan Christie penalty kick and um, Celtic are right back in this game. Game, and I said earlier, you know, sixty-five. You, you wouldn't rule them out winning it, but they've got to concentrate the back, Gordon. They really have. But even if they come out here tonight, a one-one, I think that's a real positive result. I think Celtic are disappointed though, Gordon. At the moment, they're not ahead. You know, they've been the yeah. better team. They've they've looked comfortable on the ball. A couple of shaky moments in the first half at the back, but um, hey, you know, as you say, a draw at the start of the game. You think that's not a bad result, but if they keep playing the way they're playing. They could, I think, in fact, I think they will get an, another goal. It's just, can they keep them out at the back? Ren just all of a sudden, just sporadically look dangerous on the break. So Celtic, sorry, I've got to be very careful of that. Uh, what does that mean then? Did, did Celtic do anything different? Do you get to that stage in an away game in Europe where you 
I'm not saying sit in But you, you tighten up And you, you You try not to lose the game Or do you just keep going For the jugular I think As well, James Forrest whips one Just over the crossbar I think I think that Neil Lennon believes He can win this game Gordon uh, Rain ha- haven't really You know I've looked at them I was expecting a lot more um, They've not They've been average to me um, They went in at half time 1-0 up They had a couple of half chances They had a penalty kick Which Ayer will be very disappointed with But they're the home side I was expecting a lot more mm. from them uh, But I've got to give uh, credit to Celtic I think they've been excellent uh, Yeah, worth bearing in mind as well The other game tonight Closure playing Lazio, aren't they? It was one all last time I checked I'll just quickly uh, try my best to check in on that some, one now. Some ball and goal. He's picked up a, an injury there. He's gone down and uh, signal from Tim Williamson to the side of the pitch. He's finished. Looks like a groin problem. He's wearing the shorts underneath the, the sort of, uh, underneath his normal shorts, the support shorts, and uh, that'll be a blow for for him because he's picked up a groin injury like that. And you have to got to come off. You know, you're out for about for a wee bit. Greg Taylor's not on the bench, and I think Johnny Hayes will be the one to come on and play. Uh, left back So that's a bit of a blow for Celtic Because although he's been criticised Ball and goalie you know, he's, he's done okay tonight He's been fine And in the bigger picture As, as Fraser says you know, It's a blow tonight Johnny Hayes will have mm. to come on Greg Taylor's not involved But is, in terms of timing It looked like Ball and goalie Was just finding his feet As a Celtic player Gordon So if this is one That keeps him out for uh, you know A couple of weeks Or even longer That'll be a, a real blow won't yeah, it? Yeah I'll be disappointed uh, Neil Lennon I think will be disappointed Because you're right He's come in for a bit of criticism uh, at the beginning uh, of his Celtic career But I've always said There's something about him I like uh, He just needs time to settle into the club He needs time to settle in You can see he's really upset with that He needs time to settle into the, 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 the brand of football he's been asked to play And I think he's a decent, decent signing And uh, he'll be a bit disappointed But great opportunity now for Johnny Hayes Yeah, Johnny Hayes the man coming on Uh, Don't forget, as always, we will have a full-time teaser But we've got an extra special treat for you Mm. as well right now Listen carefully As you well know, Ladies' Day One of the most popular fixtures at any race course And we've got the chance for you to be at tomorrow's Air Gold Cup Festival Thanks to Thompson Solicitors What a prize this is Listen up, we have a table for ten at the Roman Warrior Suite to give away All you have to do is call us right now To take part in the Clyde One Super Scoreboard Stake Now, what that means is there are four horses to choose from So four contestants will come on air You'll each get a horse And the winner will receive an all-inclusive gold package Four-course lunch, afternoon tea, drinks, balcony access to watch the races And even a disco at 6pm If you're still going strong <laughs> 6pm disco 0141-951-1025 Give us a call right now to take part You need to be available to go to air tomorrow A table for 10 0141-951-1025 The lines close at the end of this break Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors They play to win Every time Talk to Thompson's.com Gordon DL and Fraser Wishart Are here with 73 minutes gone It's Ren 1 Celtic 1 Ryan Christie's equaliser In the second half uh, The last real talking point And it is still level We're building up to kick off At Ibrooks as well Between Rangers and Feyenoord But let's give away a table to 10 A table for 10 I should say At Ladies Day at Air Racecourse tomorrow Sound good Gordon Dale? I bet oh, you've been before Yes a I've couple been of many times. a time And let me say a fantastic prize Especially at the 6 o'clock when the disco kicks in <laughs> And now here's the way it's going to work We've got four horses on the, the starting line Is that what would you call it? The starting line? Is there a more technical term for it? No, in horse I'm racing? I'm not a horsey man No mm, I'm not a horsey man We'll call it the start line uh, <laughs> Fundamentalist Keevans Fluffy Jim Duffy 
Won't be in Brecon for Long Wilson That's And Roger Hanna Montana <laughs> Those are the four horses tonight uh, Jim Anderson from Troon He's on Fluffy Duffy Billy Fraser from Bishop Briggs Is on Roger Hanna Montana Greg Morrison from Saltcoats Is on Won't be in Brecon for Long Wilson And William McCann from Cumbernauld uh, Is on Fundamentalist Keevans uh, All looking forward to it gentlemen Yes oh, Yes Absolutely. Aye. Are we horse racing fans or are we just taking a punt and getting a good day out? Good <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Even if even if you don't, you've gone along, you're gonna enjoy your day, but they all sound like they, they fancy the chances. So here's the deal. I'm gonna run the race and whoever wins, it's simple, the table for ten is yours at the Air Gold Cup Festival tomorrow, thanks to Thompson's solicitors. This could go uh, anyway. Because I've I genuinely haven't heard this. I, I don't know what's <laughs> what's, what's, what's about to happen. So uh Starter's orders. Let's find out who's going to the Air Gold Cup tomorrow. We are only moments away from the Super Scoreboard Stakes at DL Park. The horses are waiting at the post, and in order from the first trap, we have Fundamentalist Keevans, Fluffy Jim Duffy, Won't Be in Brecon for Long Wilson, and Roger Hanna Montana. They're under starter's orders. And they're off. Roger Hanna-Montana taking a wrecking ball to his chances as he stumbles out of the stables as Fluffy Jim Duffy gallops into the lead. And we have an early fall at the first jump as Fluffy Jim Duffy takes a tumble right before Gerard has turned a corner corner. And what's this? Won't be in Brecon for Long Wilson is charging ahead, taking all the doubters with him. Fundamentalist Keevans and won't be in Brecon for Long Wilson are nose to nose as they fire over the Glen Hurdle. Won't be in Brecon for Long Wilson has it. He's over the line and it looks like won't be in Brecon for Long Wilson will be in Brecon for longer than we expected I'm speechless Gordon DL uh, I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't prepared that for that I must admit I wasn't prepared but anyway Greg Morrison from Saltcoats he was riding won't be in Brecon for Long Wilson and he is the winner <laughs> could have chose my words slightly better there uh, Greg congratulations are you happy with that? Superb, aye, brilliant. Um, I, <laughs> when I get the choices, I won't be in, won't be in breaking for long. It was a stick on, as Gordon Dale said there in the background, um, a stick on. So, aye, happy days, and uh, just need to book the day off work now. Oh, listen! Don't drag us into that. Don't don't blame me if you're pulling a sickie. That's nothing to do with me, Greg. But listen, what a great prize you've got! You've got a table of ten. You're going to get to go down there. Uh, it's an all-inclusive gold package: a four-course lunch, afternoon tea, drinks, balcony access, and if you're still going strong, a disco later on as well. So you enjoy your day, okay? Brilliant! Thanks very much, guys. Thank Good you, man. That was Greg and Salt, which doesn't even have. Good prize. Far to travel. That kind of does. But... Fantastic! And if he's listening, if he's one shot. <laughs> Just for the won't disco be, Won't be motherable for long DL I'll see you at 5 to 6 uh, Greg if you're one short Give producer Andy a call back I'm sure Gordon would be More than happy uh, Thanks to Thompson Solicitors For hooking us up with that prize At the Air Gold Cup Festival Tomorrow as well Right Now a couple of minutes later than usual uh, Let's get the full time teaser up and running yeah. Since 1997 This is Kevin Campbell's question by the way So thanks to Kevin for sending this one in to full time at Clyde1.com. Uh, since 97, 11 players have scored in an Old Firm derby and have also scored in either an Edinburgh derby or a Dundee derby. Lee Griffith. Can you name them? So since 97, 11 players have scored in an Old Firm derby, but they've also scored in either an Edinburgh or a Dundee derby. Lee Griffiths for Celtic and. I know what Hibs. 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 Yes, yeah. well done. Sorry, Gordon. So Lee Griffiths is one of them. Well done. Yeah. Any more? Uh, 97 Yeah 
Thompson? Is that? Which one? Kevin. Kevin Thompson? No. Stephen Thompson. Stephen yes. Thompson. Oh, it's Dundee United. Rangers Ken- and Dundee United. Kenny Miller. Yes. Mm. Rangers, Celtic, and Hibs. Uh, Scott Brown. No. Ooh, so he hasn't scored. Didn't score in the Edinburgh Army. No. Hey, interesting. Okay, you can play along with us on Twitter then if you want at Clyde SSB. Since 97, 11 players have scored in an Old Firm derby and they've also scored in either an Edinburgh or a Dundee derby. So guys like Lee Griffiths, Kenny Miller and Stephen Thompson will get the, the other eight as the show progresses. Um, just to bring you up to speed, it's still Ren 1, Celtic 1. Uh, Rangers, of course, kicking off a bit later on against Feyenoord. We're still building up to those. A, b- a big story breaking yesterday and that's that Partick Thistle have parted company with their manager Gary Caldwell On to give us his reaction Is Ian Who is a Partick fan In Bears Den Right decision for you Ian Oh long overdue um, i just like A couple of times I'd like to say Firstly uh, I've been on a few times uh, About Gary Caldwell And His inability To get results For the team The teams he had And the players That were available to him Last season and uh, as some of the guys on the panel, Hugh and Gordon, said he needs a bit of time to bring in his own team, which he has done. But for me, at the end of last season, before the Queen of the South game, when they put the WhatsApp thing out before all the players to ask who they think should be playing, at that time I said, uh, he's, he's lost the dressing room. He's asking the players who they think should play for their most decisive game of the season. Luckily, they won it and stayed up. He's then gutted the team, treated Crystal and what absolutely terribly. Um, Brian and all his own players And they don't seem to want to play from With the exception of Kenny Miller It's an absolute shambles um, And he's he spent the budget now So whoever they bring in Is now going to be stuck with Gary Caldwell's team uh, I, I don't really know um, How the panel feel I think he's, he's just made a total mess of everything Gordon DL Was it the right decision? Um, I don't like to see any manager losing his job But it's all about results It's all about Progression. Uh, I don't think the Partick fans really witnessed that, Gordon. Uh, when he came in at first, you always get some time to build your own team, bring in your own players, put your own stamp on the club. Uh, unfortunately, Partick are a, a decent-sized club, good support, very good club. They're looking for higher. They're, they're looking to be in the top league again, and there was no signs of that happening. And... Uh, I hate to say it, but I think it was the right decision just now for Party Thistle. Fraser? I think it was inevitable. I think the, the fans like Ian had, had turned against him a long time ago. And I have to say, and I know you're talking about last season, I'm sure I saw a stat that from January to the end of the season, so half the season or something, the Party Thistle would have finished fourth in terms of the points to, towards the end of, end of last season. But having seen them this season, there, there is a kind of... I, I just think the fans didn't take to Gary Caldwell from the start and when you get that and they start to turn and ask questions of the board and there's all this stuff going on behind the scenes as well with the, the board changing and is there a takeover is there not a takeover we, we don't know I, I just think it was inevitable at some point and the results haven't been good recently to draw with Arbroath um, last last Friday you know for party this although Arbroath are a good team it just doesn't look great for, for, for Gary Caldwell so it was no great surprise the timing's a surprise you know I, I think as, as Ian said they've allowed Gary to bring in his own team and then then moved them on a couple of weeks later. That that to me was quite bizarre, you know. Surely a couple of weeks ago, and before the transfer window closed, then then that was maybe the time to do it. But um, you know, I, I just think it was inevitable. It was always going to happen. So no great surprise. A bit of uncertainty surrounding the club, Ian, with regards to 
you know the takeover, who's going to be in charge. Do you think that's all? Has that played a part? Quite possibly, but I still don't think the players were playing for him. I mean, they talked about the game there on, on Friday night against our both. Our both were denied a, a perfectly good goal five minutes on time. Or we could have been sitting with one point from five games, and that we haven't even been able to beat the two part-time teams in the league. Um, as I say, with the exception of Kenny Miller, who scored quite a few goals this season, I don't know where we'd be. Ian, who are you, you looking, know? who are you hoping to get in? Any ideas? Well, <laughs> it may sound a bit bizarre, um, but I've been reading some interviews and some things that the Alan Archibald came out with and he left. The mistakes he admitted he made and he would never make again. Um, I've seen Watford have just brought their manager back and they got a decent result of the weekend. I think Archibald might be a good call to bring him back. If he's learned from his mistakes, he's man enough to admit it. Uh, I think, yeah, Archibald may get another chance. I don't think there's ever. I don't think you can put a blanket ban on it, Ian, and say, you know, never go back. I just wonder, is there a suge- is there a possibility that it's too soon? I don't think so. Um, Ian McCall's been there before. Ian McCall's done a good job at air, but he's never managed at the top flight. Um, there's talk of Jim Duffy, but Jim Duffy's done an average job with average teams. Um, and also, Danny Lennon's done okay with Clyde. He's done all right with St. Mum, to be fair, and he was kind of badly cheated there. I think he's been away for the top level for a wee bit, a wee bit too long. Can, can I, you, I could you see them probably promoting Kenny Miller to player manager? I don't think Kenny Miller's uh, after what happened at Livingston. I don't really think he wants to do that. He wants to keep playing, he said. And, and I don't blame him. And I think um, it would be probably very wary of taking on Thistle with the players that are round about him just now because he's seen what's happened with Gary Cole's what the guy's in. And it's just not worked, so... He probably sees it's a kind of poison chalice for him. Well, let's work through those names, Fraser. And by the way, I'm sure there are many more, but yeah. um, those are the ones we've got so far tonight. Ian McCall. Ian McCall, he would do a good job. I, I, I like Ian McCall for many, many years, but uh, it's whether what kind of terms he, he left on. Um, Danny Lennon again I think he, he, he did a, more than just a decent job at Simon did a really good job at Simon, but he, he's been out of that for, for a long time. I kind of wonder. <clears throat> Whether the takeover is in the mix here And Ian would probably know better than I do About whether there's a takeover going to take place but Or, or where it's at But if you've got a chance of, of, of selling your, your the, the club To somebody in the next couple of months Who do you appoint? You can't appoint a long-term manager Because the, 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 the new guys might not want them So it's an interesting dynamic in, in, in that sense as well I've heard the Alan Archibald story, Ian, a few times as well And people saying that, uh, that, that he'd be welcomed back and, and I think Archie would, would probably welcome the chance so he, he might be the, the, the most straightforward and the simplest the simplest appointment you don't, you don't think the sort of back too soon argument has got any weight? I think it can do but I think Alan Archibald is, is the type of guy he is that he wouldn't have left under a cloud or any animosity he's quite a calm collected guy the players like him the fans like him as well although they kind of I think wanted them out in, in, in the end So yeah It, it depends whether Alan wants mm. it But he's not got another job So um, Yeah I mean there's, there's nobody really That jumps out at you there But are, are they putting somebody Maybe in Just in a temporary charge Until until the takeover takes place That's that's the question Ian It's obviously very early in the season Are you still confident That with A different man Or with the right man That, that Thistle can Can mount a challenge Of some description this season Whether it be Towards the top end of the playoffs I would like to think so. I mean, there are only five games going, yeah. but uh, how do you turn around that bunch of players? I mean, you're not going to be able to sign anyone at the moment until January. 
So you're going to have to try and get something out of the guys who are there just now. And the, whether it's a case of they're not doing it for a certain individual or they're just not good enough, I don't know. Well, it's happened um, many times that a new manager's come in, tweaked one or two things, whether it be training, formation, you know, just got the dressing room going again, and all of a sudden, grows in confidence, cut the results, Gordon. It's worked before. Um, and I think that's why party have decided, you know, a fresh face in there, different ideas, let's see if it can work. I think, um, you know, it's a good opportunity for a manager. You know, a lot of managers out there would, would take that opportunity to take that challenge on. It's a good club party, Thistle. Yeah, I don't think they'll be short on, no. on that. In fact, no. is, is there any club who's short on <laughs> offers nowadays? Because there are so many managers wanting in. You always hear it, don't you? The, the chief executive issue a statement in about five days saying we've had 94 mm. applications from every corner of the globe. And of course, most of them will be rubbish. Yeah. Um, but there'll be loads of interest. Yeah, yeah, but you get applications in, you know, an hour after it's been announced. and uh, Because that, people are very good at. FIFA and football manager and all the rest oh, of it, yeah. and people are not so very good at that as well. But but you also you you get agents putting managers forward as well. You get managers going to their pals in the media and saying, "Listen, get my name linked with that job because I quite fancy it." You'll get some serious application, and it's one of the horrible aspects is you know it's just somebody losing their job, and people tend to forget that these are football people, these are people anybody else, whether it's a manager or a player or a coach, when you lose your job. It hurts, but within hours, there's people mm. saying, "Oh, it's a real shame for a guy called." Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah. So yeah, they'll not be short of offers, um, but they've, they've got to get the right guy in because last season was so close to relegation, and for a long period, it looked like they were going to go down, and they can't afford another season like that. Who is there? Anyone apart from Kenny Miller, Ian, who the new manager, whoever he may be, should be relying on? Anyone else that stood out for you in a positive sense this season? Uh, Tomo Tomo Weir Come back He was out all season Last season with a bad injury He came back in But Colwell seemed reluctant To play him this season He only got a few starts And I don't know that, By all accounts There was a wee bit of friction Between him and Gary Colwell So Possibly he might kick on And I don't think Banigan's been playing great Under Gary Colwell Either this season So I don't know whether the, Some of the players have just Thrown down tools Basically for him Or he, he's got his Clashes of personality With a few of them um, it's, it's early to say because a lot of these guys have only played half a dozen games, but uh, clearly he's he's brought them in. He, he was given us all big promises and how good they're going to be this season, and they got a good result against Ross County in the cup. But um, uh, I'm actually quite dreading the, the game at Parkhead next week. Well, of course, the League yeah, Cup game yeah, just around yeah. the corner. Ah, you never know. Sometimes it works New in manager. mysterious ways, and you get a free hit and no pressure and all the rest of it. Uh, thank you very much Ian and Bearsden Keep in touch Ian Over the coming weeks Because there will be a lot more speculation Eventually uh, A manager will be appointed So share your thoughts with us Bio has gone into the book For an aerial challenge He's caught the Wren defender with the elbow No complaints? Mm, no I just think it's two players committed He's obviously been up With the leading Aram Gordon He's caught the centre back Um yeah, probably say the referee got that one right. He's not had a yeah, great game. A yeah, it's one all, 89 minutes on the clock. What about tonight's teaser? Kevin Campbell says, since 97, 11 players have scored in an old firm derby and have also scored in either an Edinburgh or a Dundee derby. So guys like Lee Griffiths, Kenny Miller, Stephen Thompson. I've got one, but I don't know if he scored with Celtic. Barry Robson? No. Okay, what about Billy Dodds? E- Dundee. Yes. Rangers. Neil McCann must be there as well. Yeah, McCann. And Tim down. Did Mark, you? Mark Wilson. 
I was hoping that would be the oh. one you didn't get. I was desperate for that to be the one oh, that you wouldn't get. Never we, got, we never stopped talking about his goal in this show. He I remember scored I scored against Rangers. He did. He did. You took the penalties for a while for, for Dundee United. Oh, Mark Wilson. I, I, I knew he wouldn't get it. Never got I knew he wouldn't, Fraser. but you've got it. Okay, one, two, three, four, five to get. We'll get them next. We'll get a full time whistle from Wren, and we'll get our final visit to Ibrooks as well. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors. The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined. Talk to Thompson's.com. Tense, tense finish to this game in Wren It's Wren 1, Celtic 1 Celtic are down to 10 men Bio had only just come on First yellow uh, for a high arm As he challenged for a header Second one for a challenge And the goalkeeper Gordon Was he hard done by Or was it the right call? No, I think he was hard done by uh, I, The referee certainly never gave it He was playing on And then obviously Got some information Went back Booked him again And two yellows It was a red card And off he goes The Celtic press forward But I think the goalkeeper made the, the, the most of that gone. I think that was a poor, poor decision. But we've said it all night. I think the referees had an absolute nightmare again. Bizarre. I mean, his whole performance has been bizarre. You're looking at it, and you can see the Celtic players have been frustrated for quite some time, thinking, "What are you saying?" It's not just angry at a decision. They're looking, thinking, "I mean, seriously, you're making that decision?" They're just so confused. It was an awful decision. And the goalkeeper he certainly you know, doesn't seem to catch the goalkeeper, does he? And no. the goalkeeper, but who, who gave it? I mean, he he just play, he, he put his hands out across his body. The referee and said no. It was a free kick, and the, the Ren players want him sent off. Who gives that decision? Because he wasn't going to give the second yellow card, and he he put his foot in by it. He's entitled to go for the ball, and he, he kind of caught the ball and the play, and the goalkeeper's hands were on his chest, and the goalkeeper held his head. It was a, it was an awful decision, but no surprise. The referee, honestly, it's just been one of these nights. And he's, he, I think Mori's attitude as well is really annoying the Celtic players. They've got to be careful. Just keep it tight here just now. They're disappointed. They should have won the game. They've been a better team, but they'll be really disappointed. There's been an edge to this game, and the, the reply, so turn leg at uh, turn game at Celtic Park will be tasty. Mm, absolutely. Ren won Celtic won uh, in the dying moments there. We're going to go back to Ibrooks as well. Let's just stay with it um, to make sure we don't miss anything. Ryan Christie's been brilliant for Celtic tonight. He's been everywhere. Mm. Uh, carries the ball into the corner. Needs to be careful because he's also been booked recently. Uh, gives away the full We've now played six minutes And I there know. it is uh, The full time whistle Ren 1 Celtic 1 We'll get the full story uh, With Alison Conroy Very soon indeed uh, Let's get some quick thoughts From uh, Alec Who's a Celtic fan Happy with that Alec? Hi lads Aye It should have been The three points The referee was farcical uh, Bio come on First one Maybe alright Dubish yellow card The pen the, 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 the heat, he, he kicked the ball The ball was there to go for the referee waits about two minutes before he decides to send him off. I'm looking forward to going line to Celtic Park for the return leg against this mob. So as, as, it's obviously it's something to, to pen in the calendar. But as I said to the boy when I phoned, the team, obviously a lot of Celtic fans were disgruntled last season with the, the way that Neil Lennon was playing. He had a remit to win a league and to get the treble treble. He'd done it. Knew this is his style of football. We've seen it in the first half against Hamilton. All right, I know we dropped half in the second half a wee bit. We still get the three points. A lot of the boys are still getting to know each other. And I'm really looking forward to what I'm going to be watching at Selic Park this season. Uh, yeah, Gordon, I think overall it must go down as a good point. Incidentally, Cluj won against Lazio at home. Mm-hmm. So Cluj are top of the group. Uh, Celtic and Lazio and Ren all... Um, sorry, Ren and Celtic on one point and Lazio bottom. I think it's a good result, Gordon. I think if you'd have said to Neil Lennon at the start of the game, look, you're away from home, a point to start off your campaign, I think you'd been quite happy. When he gets back to Glasgow, sits down and looks at the game again, 
I think he'll feel a wee bit disappointed that they've not been able to pick up all three points. But, uh, you know, just at the end there, I didn't think Bio's sending off was correct. I just thought bad decisions. Uh, let's get the story from France. Alison Conroy watched that game. Celtic take a precious point away from home in their Europa League opener. Wren took the lead in the 37th minute after Ayer pulled down a Wren player in the box. Jan made no mistake and put it past Fraser Forster. It was all square in the 59th minute after Celtic were awarded a penalty when Forrest was brought down in the box. Upset Ryan Christie and he too made no mistake. Fraser Forster then pulled off a great save to stop Wren retaking the lead before James Forrest curled a strike just over the bar. Then Celtic were down to 10 men in injury time. Bayo sent off after the keeper went down holding his face after Bayo had taken a shot at goal. So it's a point for Celtic in the Europa League. Full time, Ren 1, Celtic 1. Celtic and Rangers in Europe on Clyde 1 with Ladbrooks.com. Download the app and score a tap in. Please gamble responsibly. Uh, thank you very much to Alec, the Celtic fan, giving us instant reaction to that game. We're fast running out of time, so we'll have to leave it there, Alec, but we can speak again soon. Uh, let's go to Ibrox for a final flavour of the build-up to that one, a recap of the teams uh, and uh, a check-in with Andrew McLean. Yeah, well, you can hear the atmosphere building and building here. I'm sure in a few minutes it's going to be absolutely deafening here at Ibrox. I'll give you a recap of the Rangers team before we get into it. Out go Katic, Halliday, Aribo and Kent. In come Halland, Hellander, Barisic, Kamara and Jack. So a 4-3-3 for Rangers. It's Alan McGregor in goal. A back four of James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Philip Hellander and Borna Barisic. The midfield three, Ryan Jack, Stephen Davis and Glenn Kamara. The Shea Ojo and Scott Arfield supporting Alfredo Morelos up front. The substitutes, Fodringham, Edmondson, Halliday, Aribo, King, Barker and the four. As for Feyenoord... Maybe the, the most recognisable name in that team is, is going to be Leroy Fair in midfield, who obviously spent a, a long time down in the English Premier League. Leonars, uh, Luciano Narsing as well had a spell in the uh, English Premier League as well. He's the big surprise dropout for Feyenoord. I think he was uh, the, sort of the big performer this season, but he starts at the bench, so that's certainly an interesting one. And As I look around the stadium at the moment, a lot of Rangers fans have turned out in their orange colours for this one. That's, of course, the colour of Fernando Rixon's homeland of the Netherlands. It'll be a night of high emotion and high stakes here as well at Ibrox. We'll be paying tribute to Fernando Rixon before kick-off. Stephen Gerrard saying yesterday that a win would be extra special tonight as they'd be able to dedicate those three points to Fernando Rixon. Also, a, a big Feyenoord following over in that corner to my left-hand side. They're making a lot of noise. They have been throughout the city today and they're continuing that tonight. The team's just about to make their way out the tunnel. I'm sure it's going to be an exciting night here at Ibrox tonight for Rangers against Feyenoord. Let's get your score predictions, Fraser Wishup and Gordon Deal. 2-1 two, two, Rangers. Okay. Hard fought, 2-1. I'm going to go 2-0 Rangers Okay, confident I like that Celtic getting mm. off to a good start uh, A 1-0 draw in Wren Interesting to, to look at the, the big dynamic It's only one game But, but Lazio losing over there in Cluj um, I'm not sure many people would have had them Bottom of the group after one match day Maybe this group is, full, is going to be full of surprises I think it's going to be quite open If that result's there Because on paper you're thinking right, Lazio, Italian team you know, Good, good team they might just go and win it and then the rest will fight for second place. But if Cluj have done that, then that's that's a great start for them. And if Lazio are going to get back into it, they're, they're going to have to 
up their game So And Celtic have something to prove mm. Against Cluj Of course with the, with the Champions League qualifiers Alison Conroy is going to speak to Neil Lennon We'll bring you all the post-match reaction On tomorrow night's show As we will from Ibrox as well So please do join us from 6 o'clock Let's round off the teaser though As mm. Kevin Campbell sent this one in Fulltime at Clyde1.com That's where to get in touch If you want to hear your question on the show Since 97 11 players have scored In an Old Firm derby And have also scored In either an Edinburgh Or a Dundee derby You've got Lee Griffiths Kenny Miller Neil McCann Mark Wilson Billy Dodds And Stephen Thompson Which means you've got Four to go Stuart Armstrong Yes Here's another one Kyle Lafferty Yes And I'm running out of you Oh <laughs> Bad <laughs> time Bad time for him to dry up I must say Claudio Kaneja Oh Fraser White oh, I, See, I, I, I had him as my last one That's what I love about you What a team So when even when, when you start to falter Fraser Wishart produces the goods And he claims the, and, he claims the credit uh, I mean it's, No 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 It's no, what about this incredible one? to watch uh, You've only got one to get Oh no I think one yeah. to get. No it's two. two I think two, two Yes it's two to get Sorry Right I've got two written down I think Oh just give us them Gavin Ray and Darren Jackson No None <laughs> None of them <laughs> Both of them do oh. here as well <laughs> Moro- uh, They're both more obvious oh! I would say oh! I'd say they're oh! more obvious I've got oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Stokes, Hibs and Celtic <gasps> No What? <laughs> <laughs> nope. You were too excited there Seriously? Seriously Not according to Kevin Campbell who sent the question in You've got two to get Come on Quick That's my best goal That's my best uh, goal I'm struggling What yeah. if one of them still playing? For who? Hearts Uh Rangers Celtic uh, Naismith Stephen Naismith And the other one Played for Rangers and Dundee Claudio Kaneja played for Rangers and Dundee Who else? Adamchuk It wasn't Gavin Ray It wasn't Adamchuk More of a goal scorer than Gavin Ray uh, You're gonna be, You'll kick yourself I promise you'll kick yourself Goal scorer for Dundee Give us a clue Give us a clue His initials Aye. Are N N Nacho Novo Nacho Novo I said him already I said him 10 minutes ago You've got them anyway Well done You got them all Uh, We're back at 6 o'clock tomorrow With Hugh and Mark Wilson Please join us Uh, Callum is up next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation you deserve When there's been foul play Talk to Thompson's.com